and we are Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Daddy Daughter Dishes podcast. This is episode 30. I am your host. Zero. I am your host Kira and with me I have my lovely co-host BJ the daddy. He is the daddy. I am the daughter. And this is Daddy Daughter Dishes episode 30. Holy moly. We have finally made what, it. It took us a while to get here, but we are here. Man, we we had we did some climbing. We did some the, climbing from the previous episode. Then we, we did some falling back. We fell. Try to get and up. Then we climbed. Try to get up. Then fell back again. Fell one more time. <laughs> we got up, and, and we, here we are. Then we got up, and here we go. Here we, we are, are trekking up this mountain. Of podcast episodes, episode thirty. Episode That's nice. 30. How you feeling yeah. about episode thirty, man? What you feeling about episode thirty? Actually, feeling a little bit relieved because you know, like we just talked about, we we when we tried to get here uh, two weeks ago, <laughs> it seemed like it, and uh, <laughs> like we always talk about, life just be lifing and. It prevented it presented some challenges for us to get here to to this moment, and uh, I'm thankful that we're here. I'm excited, ready to give out some energy and some good good stuff to our listeners and our viewers, because you know that's what we do. How about you? Yeah. How are you feeling? Yeah, I feel like we got episode thirty. Feel like we got to bring an extra load of warmth and goodness into the world because of everything going on. Uh, oh, so I'm excited to bring episode 30. Feel like that's like the this is like that special entree that they have where it's like chef special. Everybody, everybody comes to the restaurant for this episode. We gotta deliver. Gotta deliver. Yeah, we gotta deliver. So I guess we can start by. Well, first, let me start by pull put coming from the end. Y'all go review us on uh, Apple Podcasts and mm-hmm. Spotify and Google Podcasts YouTube. and Audible and YouTube. Anywhere you can give us a thumbs up or five stars, go ahead and go do that right now. Just, you know, help us out a little bit. Help That's us get right. on the charts of people who are like you, who will enjoy our content, you know. We ain't asking y'all to buy nothing. We just ask y'all to click a button. Just click a button. I feel like click that a button and have a friend. Around. Click a button. Recommend us. Recommend us. Because we might have a little time coming once we hit a specific goal, which has not been determined yet. But when it <laughs> <laughs> when it's determined and when it's achieved... There will be a reward. So get ahead so we can get there. Um but yeah, I guess we should I guess we should kick it off by explaining you know or or, or catching up on our our last two what's that, two absences? Is that did we skip two weeks, Daddy? Uh, I don't know if we skipped two weeks. We just tried we were supposed to record for last week two times. Uh yeah. 
Yeah, and it, yeah. it didn't it didn't happen. So, so they might even be like, what the heck y'all talking about? Y'all just missed what y'all talking like y'all dropped the ball twice, but to us. To us. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um how how you been how you been these past few weeks? You had a you uh you have a different background. You look a little uh, more alive in the face. Oh man, I'll tell you. You look you, like so you might have slept. I have definitely uh, there has been a transition in my life in the in the setting and in my location. Last episode, couple episodes we recorded in, I was in the last one. I was in Midland, Texas, working, and so we finished up uh, helping out the other high country crews out there, and uh, we left from out there uh, last Friday morning. Today is what Tuesday. So we left, we left Friday, uh, got up early, went and picked up some trucks. We had to drop off on the way in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So there was a lot of driving on Friday. Like, I woke up in Midland, Texas. I drove about an hour and 15 minutes in the wrong direction to go pick up the trucks that we needed to drop off. And then I drove from there all the way to Alvarado, Texas, which is just south of Fort Worth, Texas. And then from there, I drove to basically West Memphis, Arkansas. And here I am. And that was basically in one WAP. So, yeah, brother was tired. Good old truck driving days kicked in, huh? That old... So, it's funny, I, I did get in that trucker's groove once we left. I did my inspections on that truck, got paperwork filled out. And when we hit the road, the sun was barely coming up. So I was like, okay, this is going to be a good day of driving because it was just, it was, it was light enough to where I don't know anybody uh, experienced driving right before the sun get ready to come up. For me, when I used to drive, that's when I got my sleepiest, like when the, right oh, when really? the sun started coming up. It's like when you get sleepy. So I was past that, but the sun wasn't quite all the way up yet. And we was driving into the sun as it was coming up. Beautiful sunrise coming across Texas. But yeah, once I got going, man, I set the cruise on that truck. It unfortunately would only go 67 miles an hour, but I did about 67 miles an hour every every step of the way. Like, What you mean it will only go 60? That would drive me insane. This, it was it's governed like those big trucks, semi trucks. They're governed back. Wow. I was I was grateful to be doing sixty seven because there's there's some companies out on the road that their trucks will only do like sixty five or sixty six or sixty two oh. even. So yeah, mm. so it's sometimes when just keep in mind, audience, if you're out there driving on the interstate and you're doing like seventy seven miles an hour, you come up behind a truck that's got a big orange trailer or any color trailer, really, and you gotta break your speed all the way down to like sixty miles an hour. Keep in mind, he's probably going as fast as he can mm-hmm. go because oh, some people, some people say it's safer. I don't understand that because, like in Texas, not if you got everybody stopping their brakes <laughs> to get by to slow down because he'll slow ass. It ain't <laughs> so. I don't know. Some people in Washington D.C. they swear it's safer. And a lot I of bet companies, they ain't drove in no semi truck. They ain't never drove Not in no semi truck. No, no time. And then you got the other companies. They, the other people say that you know 
you get a certain amount of trucks, cutting back on the speed saves them X amount of dollars in fuel every year. But the thing that they ain't thinking about is the wear and tear on that driver and the stress that it causes him for having to drive so damn slow when the people around, especially when the speed limit is like 75 miles an hour, like it is. Yeah, because that's Texas. illegal. Yes, borderline illegal. You going to almost 10 miles under the speed limit. Yeah, so it's it's very very hazardous. Um, so yeah, I had a I had a heck of a deal after as I got closer to the drop off point for those trucks. I kept seeing a sign uh, for this town in Texas, Cedar Hill, not Cedar Hill. Can't even think of damn town now. But anyway, I was getting closer, and something in my head was like, "Man, hold on, give me a second. I gotta look this town up." Yeah, you gotta look it up. It's a vital part of the story I'm about. Part of the story I'm about to tell. Claiborne, Texas. Claiborne, Texas. U.S. 67. Claiborne, Texas. So as I'm getting closer to Alvarado, which Claiborne comes before Alvarado, um, Claiborne. I keep seeing the sign Claiborne, and just something in my subconscious mind is like, man, what? Why does that name stick out? Claiborne, Texas just kept sticking out of my head. I'm like, I don't know. I just kept on driving. So mm-hmm. I'm driving. So I'm getting on this part of the highway where the road kind of curves to the left. And as I'm driving up, it's surrounded. There's trees on both sides. But it, when it makes this curve to the left, it kind of, everything opens up. So when it opened up, I went under an overpass and I looked to the left and I see this hospital. And I look to the right and I see this hotel. I'm like, Damn, that place looked familiar. And when I come to, I was like, that's where my daddy died. I passed the hotel when my father passed away, where me and my sister had to drive to Texas and hold his hand as he took his last breath. And the hotel on the right is where we stayed at that night before we got up and came back home from that ordeal. So needless to say, you know, as I'm driving, through that section, that part, I was having a whole moment, you know, uh, at the at the same time of trying to stay focused on the road. I'm like, oh, it was gut wrenching because I was not I was not expecting that at all. Like it was wild. And then when I got to the place, the actual place where I was to drop the truck off. I passed the little Penske drop yard where my dad's truck was, where Fari's truck was at. And I had to go and clean out all of his personal belongings. Mm. So I got smacked again with that. And it was just, it just turned out to be a real heavy uh, couple of moments. As mm, I was getting bad. ready to drop that truck off. That's like, like three haymakers. Yeah, it was... It was tough, but we got That's one of them, like, how they be, like, grief sneak up on you. That's one of them, that's one of them ways. Man, when I tell you, it's, it's, it kicked me in the gut. It kicked me in the gut real good. I was texting my siblings. I'm like, damn, I just passed the place where Fari passed away. And everybody was sending the sad face emojis and whatnot. And it was just Not something that wasn't expected. sad face emojis. Yeah, like. They said, no bueno. <laughs> it was a. Uh, but then at the same time, I say that it was gut rich, and at the same time, it gave me some time to take a moment. You know, I gave myself the space to feel whatever I was feeling in that moment, and I, it also gave me a chance to reflect 
on some memories and helped me. You know, I got to a point where I was smiling at when it was all said and done. So, you know, it was it was it was a deal, but you know, we got through it. We ain't we ain't dwelling on nothing negative. You ain't it was just sad something. about it. It was nah, just a, it was just it a was, moment. It was a moment. It was something that wasn't expected and it, it caught me off guard when I saw it. But after that we dropped them trucks off. Then I um me and Jamel got in a pickup with him and we shagged ass on and he dropped me off. Shagged and, uh, ass. Yeah, we shagged ass. We put the ears back on that pickup. I think the speed limit was shagged ass. The speed limit in Texas was seventy five. And I knew coming across there trying to get to where I was going. I was doing it eighty five, getting on the scooting on across there, so we got to where we needed to get safely, and uh, here we are. I've been resting, chilling, painting a little furniture, just hanging out here in Nesbitt, Mississippi. Painting furniture? What you been yeah. painting? Well, I've been watching Tanya do some painting. Oh. I sand it, and she she's she was painting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you assistant painter. Yeah, I've been an apprentice. <laughs> a, painting, <laughs> a painting apprentice. A painting apprentice. Well, yeah. good to hear that you are back and safe in a place you can call home and not temporary. <laughs> well, I'm only here for uh, two weeks or so, and then I this is true. Head on back out to Cali for a little bit. You taking a pit stop? Yeah, we're doing a pit stop. But how about <laughs> you? What's been going on with you? Mm. What? Or what has Where do I start? Or where do you start? Life is freaking life is all around. Um, so let's see, let's see, let's see. We did record last week, so uh, last weekend, not the one that just passed, but the weekend before. Um, Coy, CJ's line brother, he had um his housewarming, and so we went to that in Charlotte. Um, and it was basically like kind of like how ours was, except his his started off, his family was there. And then after like seven o'clock, his family left and it was just like the crew. It was on and popping in. Yeah. <laughs> so we, you know, it turned into a little kickback or whatever. He had, it was very nice house for Koi. I really loved it. I was like, this, this fits you. I just kept saying, I don't know how, but this fits you. Like, <laughs> yeah, all these rooms. I was like, Koi, you gonna be able to host everybody up in here. Um, but we ended up just talking. Just it was about maybe eight or nine of us total, and we just was talking and drinking. He had this this like Keurig for liquor. Mm. Like he had all the different types of alcohol, vodka, tequila, all them different types in their own little thing. And then you had these little pods, and you put mm-hmm. it in under a cup. Uh, you put a glass of ice, and it makes you a cocktail mm. so <clears throat> between those and uh simply uh spiked lemonades i i woke up the next morning with a little tummy ache mm. and uh tummy ache it well not a good it wasn't a good tummy it wasn't, it wasn't a good tummy ache. it was it was y'all don't I, you know i don't even <laughs> So it just wasn't good because we stayed we stayed with CJ's sister 
So I woke up, and this is how me being sick from alcohol always hits. I wake up feeling fine. Mm -hmm. I wake up, I'm like, mm, I'm good. Then I get then up and start, go to the bathroom. Then you start moving around. And I smell somebody co maybe cooking something. My sense of smell is super strong. And I was like, ooh, my stomach. That don't agree with my stomach. And, man, I, I woke up about 9 o'clock in the morning, and we stayed in Charlotte to about 2 because I was <laughs> sick that whole time. Then I was sick on the way home. Um, and was sick that whole time. It took me a day. I think I ended up taking off the next. Yeah, I ended up taking off that Monday because I was like, I didn't even get a day of rest. So I'm gonna take Monday and recover. Uh, so then took took Monday to recover. Then I go to work on Tuesday, and you know the vibes is off. The vibes is off in the office. I can feel it when I walk in and I go get breakfast. No, I come in the same time as one of my coworkers and she goes upstairs to get to her desk. We both went upstairs to our desk. Then I went to get breakfast. So I went back downstairs. So I was downstairs about 15 minutes. Then when I'm going back up, she's coming down with a box of stuff mm. and a Ooh. face that says, Oh fuck! I'm over it. Oh, <laughs> and man. something told me to stop and ask her, but I say, you know what? Nope, that looks fresh. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna talk to her when I talk to her. I'm yeah. gonna let her reach out because if what I think happened has happened, then she she gonna have to reach. We gonna have to talk at some point. So I get up to my desk, and it's like little pods of people. Just standing, mm. everybody's standing, looking at everybody else, like, like, oh shit, who next on the chopping block? And people is looking distressed and disheveled, and people crying, and my manager is crying, and mm. I'm like, what the fuck? And it was National Bosses Day, so we had got her a gift, and, and she I in said, chopping, she in there I trimming said, the fat. It's gonna be some shit if the day we give her all these gifts. She got to fire somebody, some of mm. us, all of us, one of us, whoever. So, you know, people are pinging me left and right. Hey, I hate to be the bearer of bad news this morning, but I got laid off. I'm like, damn, another one bites the dust. So I'm, I'm like looking at people and I sit with my back towards the walkway. So I can't, if I miss them, if I miss their face, I can't see them. But Sydney, she sit diagonal so she can see. So if I missed them, I would text her. And I was like, damn, who was that? And she was mm. texting me and I was like, damn. So then we thought it was over. And and it was almost about lunchtime. He was like, cool. Boop, 15 minute meeting on my calendar. I said, <laughs> Stressful. Just stress. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Text. I think I did. I text. I think I texted her. And I, I texted my manager and I said, "I'm not coming to this meeting until you can tell me whether I'm getting fired or not." And then she was like, "I can't tell you till you come." But mm. she had had a better at like her energy had lightened, so I was like, "Okay." But she was also a little too. She was too. How much we And I was like, "She finna she let was, me." She, she finna probably was lit me. up. No, no, I'm finna tell you what she was. So she, we get in the meeting. Um, it's it's our whole team. So that was kind of relieving because I was like, okay, it's not a one on one. It's all it's of a, us. It's a residual staff meeting. Yeah. So we all get in there and it's just heavy and everybody's, mm. 
and she's in there. She's like, so guys, she's like, first of all, everybody, y'all are good. Every it's all it's done. And a big old collective sigh I was like, shit, you wish we was like, <laughs> you you it's sure? Like, please, <laughs> are you sure? Because I'm not feeling that. And so then we got like more news about like just our restructure, which I mentioned a few times on here, which I knew they were coming. I just didn't realize they was coming so fast. Mm-hmm. So we had got updates. Um, then she had followed up and was like, yeah, some of you guys with the merger, like your position, y'all will be under a new director. So not me anymore, but mm-hmm. someone else. And so she was like, if your position isn't changing no she said if your position like is changing or anything is major is changing i'll like put a follow-up meeting on your calendar and all this um then she had like got on a call and then she randomly like ran over to my desk she was like you can have a second it's good news and i was like it's listen i've been through a lot today (laughs) she took tell me all or tell me nothing just tell me you know where to be so she brought all of the designers in and was like, y'all are standing under me. Yay. You know, and she told us, she was like, sorry, I couldn't tell y'all earlier, but I didn't even know for sure. Like we just got confirmation. Oh, wow. And she was that's like, that's, she said, that's why I came in the way I did this morning, because I had a 15 minute meeting on my calendar from my director mm. at 9 a.m. So she was like, I thought I was feeling my job. And I was like, damn, that's tough. And that's I'm like, true. And I'm, for one, I'm like, Still rubbed the wrong way because I just, I don't know. I feel like there's a certain way that you could go about doing things. And that just don't, it just don't feel it. Like, and no, no, I don't know. And then like the bad taste in my mouth, knowing that like it's the holiday season. One, the economy is crazy. But two, it's the holiday season and people like, we're about to have, you know, in a month or so, we're going to have a holiday party. At work, where we they posting all these pictures. Oh, you know, we celebrated our employees and all these cool hors d'oeuvres, all these employees. damn activities. And I'm like, it's like a smack in the face. To, and then the people who did get let go, I don't. I felt like they got set up for failure, like because it was almost those types where you. I think I probably mentioned it on here where you'd be like, "What do they do?" Like you don't know what they do. And they don't seem to know. They always seem to be looking to do something because they mm. don't really have nothing to do. And I, I always call it. Me and Cindy was, we, I mean, we was like, we wasn't laughing at the situation. We was laughing at the irony because I, I just said like two weeks before, I was like, they don't look busy. Mm. And I said, they better Little, look busy. So that's that's the thing. A lot of people don't understand. I don't care what work environment you're in. People be watching. Watch they it. Always watch it. And when it comes time to trimming the fat, if you like in our trade, and there's this thing about tools. Like if you if you a guy that don't really got a lot of tools, then you know they gotta cut. They gotta trim some fat. Or if you don't, it, it, at every job it's attendance. If there's mm-hmm. notice, if if someone could notice that you're a person that's not there consistently or that you always seem to be taking a day off or this or that or whatever somebody is always either taking note or watching Mm -hmm. so when times like that come you know it makes it easy for them the ones who have to see the the targets you see the targets Mm -hmm. and you're like man i just hate that that's happening like so i think their last day is this thursday so like uh 
And 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 then another thing, like nobody's actually saying like, which I know they really can't, but nobody's actually saying like who got fired. So unless someone tells you or you hear it word of mouth, like I hit my guy Ryan, my white ally that I was talking about, I love working with him. He got let go, and I was just like, they like seventy five percent of my tickets right now work are all his. Like we work together, mm. we work together for two years, me and then him and another girl she got let go and i'm like dang like we all started working at the same time here that's and i just like it just sucks and i'm like i don't know i'm like it's tough but it's tough that's that's and then at the same time i'm like hallelujah yeah because i mean i mean i wasn't worried regardless because you know i'm a hustle but still just so let me ask you let me ask you the the like the when the process was going on <laughs> and people was getting let, let go, were they like being summoned into your manager's office? You get a fifteen minute. This is what okay. So to okay, so we in the meeting where we told that we get to keep our jobs with our whole team, and uh, after the meeting ended, my manager like a few people had left, but a few of us had hung back to gossip, you know. And so we stand up. One, my coworker Elliot, he stands up, and there's a tote bag under his seat. I said, "You?" I said, "That's your bag." And so he pulled a bag up. It's got the company logo and something else on it. He said, "Oh, this the this the termination bag. This the bag they give you a when pardon you, gift bag. It's the pardon gift bag." Holy and I said, "Oh, put that down. Put that down. We don't need that." <laughs> so this they get they 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 give you a fifteen minute meeting. On your calendar, it just say, I don't know what it say. I don't want to know what it say. I'm going to assume it say, I don't know. I don't even know right. what it might say. Just yeah. just one-on-one, urgent, I don't know. It's over, I don't know. 100%, your job here is done, I don't know. Pack your um, shit and get the hell out. <laughs> then they put you in this big-ass conference room. Some, I think depending on the level of your job, you might get a room with a couch so you mm. can lay there and cry. Um, there's a box of tissues. It's so, it's so fucking weird. Like, it's just weird as fuck. Cause it's like, when you think about corp, the corporate environment itself, it's like, we all play and dress up. Like the shit does not matter. It only matters cause it we say matter. it matters. And so the fact that y'all get to let people go just because you say that, that, that don't matter no more. It's just weird. And it just feels so icky. Like I didn't, I, I wanted to leave that day. I was like, I don't even That's want to work. I want to go home. And then y'all just, everybody asking for status updates and shit as if ain't nothing just happened. I ain't doing nothing today. I ain't doing hey, shit today. Can like, I get an ETA on this bitch? I don't even know if the stakeholder's still working here. I can't give you an ETA because I think she got fired. So you got to wait. <laughs> Oh, uh, and so that's just that's been that's been happening. Oh, I haven't even finished my catch up. Goodness, I gotta speed this up. Okay, so people got fired. Um, my heart was racing because this was all over the span of like four days. By the way, this was not a one day situation. Like this was, oh, people got fired, but y'all get to keep y'all job. But we gonna schedule a follow up next day. Survivors Next day. <laughs> They still, they still want niggas to do their job after they done let them go. They want them to still give them, to still work at the company until they. That's said, what. A, that's no. what a lot of people find disgusting about corporate. That's America. Disgusting. disgusting. I said, 
They don't give a flying fuck about you as a person. Said, so we, and this the kicker, you give it probably next March, those same roles, I guarantee that they're going to be real. They're going to be back. So somebody going to be hired for those roles. And it's mm-hmm. like, y'all couldn't find them people nowhere to be while y'all restructure. That's fucked up. And I, I feel like that says a lot. And granted, the economy is bad, whatever, whatever. I don't care. I said it before. If I was a CEO or you know somebody who had some say, I would I would take the pay cut so that people could survive. I just feel like there are certain ways you can make shit shake that don't have to come at the expense of. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta be you gotta care. You gotta care to be able to do that. You do. Well, you gotta people, care. A lot of them people they just don't freaking care. This is true, but. Care. Yeah, so for now I got my job. Um, so that happened. Then we went to Greensboro um over the week for CJ's nine brother who passed Terrence. They had his name and ceremony um in the college of engineering in the computer lab because Terrence used to work in the lab and would always be there. Literally, if you needed color printing, you go see Terrence in the college of engineering. Uh, so they named the lab after him, and oh, so. Man. We went to their name and ceremony. His parents was there. His sibling, his sister was there. All his line brothers, well, not all, but most of them, you know, all his friends. It was just a really good, it was a good event. Like, it was a good soul refresher. The sun yeah. was beautiful. It was it was just great to see um, and great to just hear stories about him, too, because knowing the person he was and just hearing stories, you'd be like, yeah, that sounded like Terrence. That sounded like Terrence. Um, yeah. So... We are after the thing. We go to eat. Me and Caesar went to this really good restaurant. Had some great food. Not even like questionable. Like, ooh, was that what mess with your stomach? Food. Like the food was great. I know it was cooked great. And then I felt this terrible gassy sensation, and I was mm. like, man, you know, sometimes I do get indigestion. So I was like, ah, this is just a terrible case. And then I went to sleep and I woke up and it was even worse. And so we are driving home from Greensboro and I'm like, it feels like there's like eight fists in my chest mm. sitting right under my sternum. And it feel like they just getting bigger. And so I'm in the car, seat, just driving and I'm in the car, like trying not, to, I'm like, I'm very uncomfortable. I but can't you're really trying tell to be a soldier. Yeah, you know what? I'm trying not to complain, but I'm like, I feel like I got a burp. I got a fart. I got to sup this. So we stopped for some ginger ale, gas, uh, Pepto-Bismol, um, took some of that, and then I ended up having to get in the back seat because I couldn't even sit up. Sit up. Like, So oh, I'm man. laying there, and I'm like, man, this is a bad case. So I'm Googling how to relieve gas, all this. Get home. Had to make myself up chuck a few times because there was like a the, just the gassy feeling i was like this has to i can't do this i was like crying so threw it up and it came up in like a little gas it was weird came up in a gas bubble uh that was weird so i was a little relieved for like 24 hours not even 24 it was not even a whole day next day um i do the day and then i'm about to go to bed and i feel it happening again i was like here we go again this is terrible and I ended up going to sleep, and I thought I was going to sleep through the night, and then I woke up, and I woke up. I woke up an hour after I had went to sleep, and it felt like I 
it felt like a rock was trying to come out of my stomach through my mm. chest. And um, so I tried to go, you know, again, try to go back there, try not to wake up siege. Um, but I said, yep, you know what? And then I had up chuck and it came out the other end too. And then it was blood in both. And I said, hmm, I guess I'm yeah, going to have to wake CJ. <laughs> I said, I got to wake CJ up. So I was, I was upset because, you know, you have, you've been to the ER before. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And just the thought of doing the whole thing, I'm like, I could just go to sleep and then I could wake up tomorrow and feel better. Maybe go to urgent care, but I'm like, I don't want to go to the ER. And then I call mommy because that's just what I always do. I was mm-hmm. like, I need to talk to my mommy. Um, and I told her what happened. She said, yeah, I I think you should go. And I said, okay. So woke Siege up, tried to wake him up as gently as possible because I'm trying to tell him hey, I need you to wake up because I think I need to go to the ER. But I'm, I don't want him to wake up in a panic. You know, like, oh, I got, what's wrong? So yeah. I'm like, I'm like, babe, wake up. I think I need to go to the ER because my stomach hurt. And he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was like, damn, he's sleeping good. I'm like, ah, I can drive myself. And then I felt that, I said, babe, I need you to wake up. I need to go to the ER. He hopped up. Yeah. He said, What's wrong? I said it's I it's okay. I just need to go. I just need us to go. And so he was putting on his pants and I'm trying to get up. It was a whole thing. We get out the house to get to the emergency room. So not many people there are cool. Um, but I just didn't feel the uh bedside manner was there. You're not but so in the ER. we no. So they call my name Kara and I go. And he just, the dude taking my vitals, he just, he just taking them. He, he just like, I'm a dog. And then the, another nurse comes in while he taking my vitals. She comes in and she's like, Hey, um, are you busy? He said, yeah, I'm almost, I just yeah. started with, he said, I just started with her. <laughs> like, he said, yeah, I just finished. I'm, I just started with her. What do you need? And she's like, well, I need you in room 12. And I guess he knew what room 12 was because he's like, oh, well, I'm wrapping up here. So I'll be there in a second. Wait, take your time with me, damn it. I'm like, don't discard me because Miss Alzheimer dementia shitty patient in room 12 then pooped on herself. And that's what it happened to. Uh, but so, and then the doctor comes in. She's like, so you got some pain and i'm like yes and i'm trying to be not i'm trying not to be a like um feeling like you know i'm trying not to feel animosity but i can feel her tone and she's like so what's what's wrong what are you feeling and i'm like well there's like a gassy feeling and i was trying to tell her and then see just talking about he was like, yeah, she hasn't really eaten like that. Um, and she's like, well, how long have you, like, not been eating? And I was like, well, it's been like that maybe, like, the past two weeks. And she was like, well, obviously you've eaten something in the past two weeks. So what have you eaten? And I was like, Sue. And I literally looked at it and I said, Sue. And I had the little thing on my finger and my vital. And I started going, beep, 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 and she, so we was looking at each other for a good, like, five seconds. So I was like, bitch, I am not in the mood today. Like, I'm in pain, and I'm trying to, you, you making it real hard. So after that, she, 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 she switched gears a little. 
Um, and she ended up giving me some stuff. They gave me morphine. I said, I said, yeah, I, I said, if when I say it feel good, I don't mean it like that. I mean, I don't feel the pain no more. And that feels good. I said, I'm not saying Right. I don't want y'all thinking I'm like addicted to morphine. Because I, I was like, she was like, you ever had morphine before? It's going to feel a little loopy. And then I felt like icy. Then I felt real warm. And the pain, man, pain went away. Mm. And that was the most relief I had had in probably about three and a half weeks. So they took me to get, they, they gave me the pain meds. They took me to get ultrasounds. They took me to get a CT scan. They did, took all this blood from me. It was the longest night ever. And then yeah. the ultrasound lady wasn't saying shit when she was taking the ultrasound, which I know she's not supposed to. But when you land in there and she got the ultrasound on your stomach and all you see is like what look like holes in your stomach and you look like Swiss cheese and she not saying nothing. And then she's zooming in and clicking and zooming and clicking. And I counted. She took about 58 pictures. And I said, oh, my God. He finna tell me I got three months. So then I walked back. See, see, he was like, what's wrong? I was like, I ain't like that shit. He was like, he said, don't you go Googling. And I was like, I ain't. And then he was like, what you doing? I was like, Googling. So then um, another doctor ended up coming in. He come tell me my liver uh, enzyme levels are insanely high. And he was like, you might have so-and-so, but you probably don't have this. But tell me your meds that you take. Yeah, that might have something to do with it. He did he. Oh, it was the longest night ever. All for them to tell me that my liver is inflamed and I need to see a GI, right. which they could thankfully... I had called to set up an appointment and they were saying they weren't going to be able to see me until next year. And that was going to be a problem. Um, but apparently that doctor from the ER, he called the follow-up people and told them that I needed to be seen sooner. And so they're going to get me in on Monday. Um, shit it. See, that's fucked up. in it sick? Ain't it? I call you and you tell me I can't see I, I, I call you and tell you that I have the referral from the ER right. who said that I need to be seen urgently and you tell me you can't see. They told me they had no appointments until next year, but if I was willing to see a different doctor in a different location, they could get me in like mid-November, which I had took that appointment because I was like, shit, better than nothing. And right. so then they called back today After he to, called. Say, mm-hmm, well, to say, to say, well, Dr. John, Dr. John, he called and, you know, he really wanted to get you in quick. So we're going to, we're going to try and get, is Monday, does that work? I said, yeah. Mm. And then not to mention, they sent my damn prescription from the ER to a Greensboro pharmacy. I don't know who in their right mind thought that a person visiting a wake mid emergency Let's room go is going to pick up their fucking medicine and- Seventy-two oh. miles away. I'm I'ma have a whole nother episode before I get to that hot. And then that pharmacy don't want to answer the phone, so I could get my tr- prescription. Tr- and so I'm just like, you know what? I said this is some bullshit. But you know what does help my stomach pain? Good old uh, the good green that God provided. So I'm embracing that, and I feel better. Uh, so I'll be back with liver updates on the next episode of Dead Dark Dishes. Y'all pray for oh, my enzymes. Lord. Yeah, we don't pray. We look at it. And, but it made me wonder, though. You know, you start thinking and you start, wait, this this is funny. You know how we always joke about mommy 
waking up in the middle of the night. Like, if we call, she want to get up and get ready to go. She ain't got nowhere to Zach, you can't get to North Carolina. So no. she said, Siege was texting her updates because I, you know, she had been up. And when he told her that they gave me morphine, she was, she said, I, dang it, that's a cancer patient. She said, I got up. I started putting my shoes on. I started getting my robe on. I said, Mama. Where are you going? I said, where are you going to go? I'll be at home by the time you get here. She said, yeah, well, you would have just woke up when I got there. So I said, Lord. I guess. But uh, that had me cracking up. Um, oh, dang. What was I just saying? Right before that. There was sure. another thing. There was another thing about my liver. Oh, well. I'm sure it'll come back to me. Oh, I was thinking. So you remember when I was in school, like, and I kept going to the doctor, and they couldn't figure out why I was mm-hmm. in pain. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I bought whatever this turns out to be. I wonder it if this is a flare up, and mm. like I've always had whatever this is, um, because what what the guy said and the doctor is that it looks like um, non alcoholic fatty liver. He didn't say that I had this, but he said that it could, you know, it could be a thing non-alcoholic fatty liver disease which is like a lot of people have it it's not like a terrible it's not a death sentence or anything but he said a lot of people have it and a lot of people it's like a flip it's a it's cool when it's contained but when it flare up you be on the commercials you be on you be on the commercials where they you may experience nausea and <laughs> yeah so i was like huh that, if that gets me to the bottom of this 20 ish year mystery that would be that would be cool i would like to get to the bottom of that so yeah that's been my and i feel like i love some, oh, i got halloween decorations yeah i saw turbs had got his woody outfit he got his woody costume i got some i got a inflatable outside with a ghost he spilled his candy so he's like <gasps> and it's like pouring into the grass and then i got some fake tombstones and it say funny um names on it like seymour butts and uh uh why there's a lot you of you getting prepared ain't nobody celebrating halloween ain't nobody celebrating nothing i am gonna be here with the candy when the kids come with their cute costumes on and i want my yard to be decorated for such that is it mm. that is all okay and Turf's got to put on his Halloween costume. I might dress up to be Buzz Lightyear. Oh, Lord. We're going to make Siege be a... Oh, yeah. I don't know. We'll figure that out. Your granddad yeah. is somewhere rolling over in his grave. You sitting up here uh-uh. talking about... It wouldn't be the first 360 he done. That damn... I mean, that'll be the fourth or fifth time since we buried him. He, he probably, over. he finna hit the, the middle of the earth as many circles as he done <laughs> rolled into the ground. Cause I got that, I got the few, I got quite a few reasons. <laughs> hey, so you was, it went back a minute ago when you was talking about uh, when I was running my getting, mouth. No, when you was in, intoxicated at the party. Woo! I had started laughing because I had a, one night when we was in Midland it was like the last Friday night that we was going to be there. Mm-hmm. And we had went out to the bar and uh, the guys decided that we was going to, we just going to, we just going to get it in. 
Cause it's hey, this is our last Friday night. Now it's finna shoot the shit. Now nah, we was gonna get it. We getting it in. So they started, uh, uh, and this is something y'all I had. Fucking shit face, man. <laughs> fucking shit face. WBW is what we. So we, white boy white wasted. Boy wasted. <laughs> so hold on one second. The hell you breaking your equipment, Lord so, have mercy. So they we was out. We start off with a couple beers, right? Mm-hmm. Then I ended up drinking a, a Tito's and cranberry. Okay. And so I, I look at the the GT money. Shout out Grant Terry. GT look at money. Grant. He said, uh, "We gonna do a shot of Patron." I said, "Okay." Everybody's like, "All right, cool." He said, "Well, you know, if if I start off the shot, everybody got to get a shot. That means everybody got to buy around." And I'm like, is this what the How fuck we doing? How many y'all is it? It's me, Jamel, Grant, Taylor, Four. Lil Grant, Five. and Dusty. Six of us. Six. My liver just hurt for y'all. Yeah, I, Dusty might not have been back yet because he didn't get back to that Sunday, but it was five of us. So we did an Indian relay of Patron shots. Like an Indy run? Like where you run in front, the person in back got to run catch. to the front. Yes, <laughs> that's pretty much how I describe. And when I tell you, I, I was, I was fucked up. I was tore up. It was, it was not good. So we made it back to the house. Good. So we get back. I'm, I'm like, I'm cool, but you know, I got a little bit of queasiness going on. The room ain't spinning nothing, so I'm thinking I, I'm be good. I'm gonna lay down, probably wake up in the morning with a, with a headache or something, you know. Man, I laid down, and when I tell you, I woke up in a bad situation. Oh, I'm telling you, it was like the worst. It was bad. It was. Horrible! It was like a the room murder was scene. Spinning. It was no, the room wasn't spinning. It was just everywhere, stuff everywhere. everywhere. Like I at one we point, had the, I think we had the same scene, Daddy. I'm pretty sure I had the same oh. scene as you and Charlotte. And I said I ain't telling nobody about this. So I, at one point, I I turned around. I looked in the mirror, right. That's the so I'm gonna tell you how bad it was. It was so bad that I started to take a picture <laughs> just so I could have because Evident. I just wanted to remind myself that I yeah, Don't do that never, shit no more. I ain't doing this shit no more. No like, more. and then our stupid ass, we had to get up and go to work next morning. Like, we I was fucking retarded. Like, yes. Terrible. It's just ass butt booty backwards those, and doing those shit. Those like, are grown up decisions. You need a whooping. I know, like it was, it was horrible. That's it was terrible. horrible. Somebody That's got absolutely up, terrible. And the the consolation prize, I guess, is that I was not the only one who had episode because mm-hmm. everybody got up. We got up the next morning, like somebody threw up in the bathroom, and everybody kind of looked around, and like <laughs> shit. I did. And they were like, I did too, and I, and did, I did too. <laughs> I know y'all y'all probably got an Airbnb fee uh extra no, clean. No, no, oh, no. So, so I cleaned up best I oh. could. I might have missed the clean. Spot I forget. I was... You are Mr. O C. And then yeah, we 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 cleaned it up. We didn't we ain't that kind of 
messed up. We, no, you we, know, sometimes though, you you just forget it. Just with the plate, like you clean, and it just don't seem like it be enough. You be like, so you clean, and and when you're trying to clean, and you're intoxicated, you you're bound to miss a spot, <laughs> or so, or re dirty the spot, or re dirty the spot. So yeah. It that, was, it that, was, it was bad. That's funny you say that because, uh, my, because like I said, I was sick at my, my sister and brother in law house, which they take great care of me. Um, they make sure I have everything I need always, but I, I, I didn't end up really speaking to them because so funny. We, so we have a key to their house and it's on my keychain, but I was so drunk coming back from Koi's that I thought I had left the key here at the house. So I had text Sly. I was like, hey, I left my key. Are y'all awake? And they was like, yeah, we up. We, you know, so it's my answer to his robe. I remember nothing after that. Um, and then the next morning, I was so sick. I was like, when I felt like I could get ready to go, I just ran straight to the car. I said, hey, y'all, I'd speak, but I'm sick. And so I went straight to the car. Sly texted me uh, afterwards. He was like, after I felt better, he was like, uh, he said, yeah, now that you're 25, you can't drink like you used to. He said, you got to drink like us 25 to 30-year-olds. And I said, you know what? I, I said, I think I'm going to just stick to my other vices. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. me and alcohol, you know, we cool, but we, we just going to be distant cousins. Yeah. Me and, I, I, me and Mary, we, we going to be besties. I'm okay I, with Mary. I'm trying my best not to engage in drinking like that. No, I'm that's, not drinking like that, but I'm. It's not it. good for your I'm liver. I'm working on a. I'm working on a plan to cut out alcohol out my my life. All together? Yeah, I'm working on it. I ain't got there yet, but I'm working on it. I'm yeah, not gonna catch you out. I ain't catch you out. I just, I'm working on it. I'm working. I, on I'm it. interested in the journey. Um, yeah, while I'm thinking about it, posted. we also we also went to a Canes game. Yeah, we went to opening season night and oh. it was great. We whooped. I can't even remember who we played, but it, it was a game. It was a game. Yeah. It was quite the game. Um, they they had we had got up like three and then they scored two back to back. We was like, wait a minute, what the f yeah. uh, but then the case came, did their thing and got us back ahead and we won. So that was a great night. Um and then, real quick, I want to touch on. I feel like this can transition. Maybe we'll see. So, my, you know, a few episodes back, I was talking about how I went to the doctor and I was happy because I finally, finally found a doctor who listened mm-hmm. to me. Right. Because right. I had such terrible experiences before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I had a follow up appointment about. So was supposed to have one about two weeks ago, but then I got a letter in the mail that said that my doctor is no longer working uh, in the area. And so oh, I got to find a new doctor. And she was supposed to stop like December 1st, but then she ended up moving it back to like October something, which was my appointment. So I'm thinking I'm going in for a weight loss update. And I see, oh, your appointment's been canceled. So my doctor broke up with me. And so that's something I got to deal with in therapy again. Because that's like my big thing is like neglect and having to rebuild my medical relationship and the trust with providers. And I got to do that all over again. So that should be fun. 
not really. I'm not looking forward to it at all. If I don't ever go to the doctor again, that'll be why. But yeah. Well, I mean, I hate that because that's that's a very important uh, <clears throat> thing to have something solid in your life is your relationship with your doctor. And Man. I mean, you are a full fledged adult now since you are 25. It's oh, high time that you lock that down. I and need a PCP. Like and they say, you got a PCP? I need to be able to say yes. I said, and I was at the ER. I said, no, she just broke up with me. And the lady tried not to laugh. And I was like, it's okay. It's kind of funny, but it's not. Hit at home. the same time, it's very serious. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, let me see. What you what, what so else you, you got for me, man? You talked, we got... about going, you talked about going to the Canes game. That just... Uh, I know we were going to talk about on the times that we were going to episode uh, record an episode. We were going to talk about how at this time of the year was like some of the most exciting times in sports for everybody around the country because you had <clears throat> the baseball playoffs going on. You had hockey was starting. You got the NFL, college football going on. Uh, um, and you got the beginning of those who are fans of Professional basketball, the NBA season is is about to kick off and as well. Preseason games have been going on. Well, not just exactly. Started, but... Tonight, tonight is also uh, the night that we're recording right now. The National League is playing Game Seven to decide who's going to the World Series. I know the Texas Rangers are already there. They beat the Houston Astros <clears throat> in seven games, and now the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Philadelphia Phillies are battling it out right now uh, to see who's going to be the second team in the World Series. So it's going to be really interesting. The Fall Classic is about to kick off. And like is that say, what they that call NBA that? Season. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a cool time of the year. It's a very cool time. It's hoodie weather, too. It's getting cooler. Man, you know, it's, it's... it's getting cooler. You see, I got on a nice turtleneck today. That time, I mean, it was still like 85 degrees down here in Mississippi, so I ain't really got pulled out the hoodies yet. Um, hey, it be ice on my windshield in the morning, so. Already? It frost? Yeah, it be Dang. frost. And it, it be cold in this house, too. I am I I looking forward I to that heat a, bill. I might get a touch of that, dude. Shoot, next week I'll be heading back out to Cali into the in the desert portion of Southern California, where it's going to be probably mid eighties, low nineties while we out there working. So Southern California. Kind of looking forward to working out in Cali a little bit. Yeah. Going back to Cali. Cali. Going back to Cali. Cali. Going back to Cali. Cali. Going back to Cali. That is my jam. Okay, but yeah, outside of that, what what else you got for me? I you had we we had you had man, a lot. So we was, you had a know. lot of headlines, man. That's, Where we that's, at? Like I was going to touch on the, the. There's so much going on right now. The, in the world. what seems like is getting ready to be the verge of World War Three uh, to a lot of people with this Israel and Hamas and Palestine uh, conflict going on. But when you think about history. In not even so distant history, that conflict has been going on for decades. Since the Bible was written. I mean, it's not... You hate the... I mean, the part... And it's got so many people conflicted 
like whether you it's so is that's, that's the hard part or whether you for Israel both of them are have and then <clears throat> you've got what people consider war crimes that have been committed by both sides taking mm-hmm. place you know you got innocent women and children being killed you got Israel done cut off water electricity all that stuff to the people of Palestine Israel and the problem is not with, loving thy neighbor the, the problem with Palestine is you got the whole terrorist group Hamas embedded in Represented, the, yep. the Palestinian people and that's just making that a situation that's going to be difficult anyway with, it, with a, it in a war situation it's making it even more difficult because you I guess they can't figure out where the hell they at. They just know they're they talking about all the tunnels and shit that's, you know, over in on the in Gaza and all that. It's just a lot of it's just a lot of confusion. And that's I was a watching lot of some, confusion. This lady she was like, don't it don't matter who you side with. The question you gotta ask yourself is who is gonna benefit from this conflict? Who is standing to benefit? I don't know. I don't know what resources Israel has. I don't. I don't know what uh, resources Palestine has to offer. All I know is that the United States government keep their fucking hands out. They ain't. They can't keep their hands out. I know, but I feel like a hundred million dollars. A hundred million dollars. My student loans to help the Palestinian people with through the UN and other. avenues in that region helping them make sure the civilians can get clean water clothes food supplies stuff like that humanitarian and i i i appreciate but at the same time you pledging your undying support for israel when you got niggas at home suffering and the problem a lot of people are saying are having and people can't we can't the average person can't wrap their head around the idea that you can continue to pledge these hundreds of millions of dollars to to Ukraine. Everybody and you can continue to pledge undying support for Israel and Palestine and the price of eggs and goddamn milk and groceries. People working decent and jobs. family size cereal. Having a hard time making ends meet in Butter, your country. And yes. a lot of people don't understand. I understand that they don't understand. This is something else I heard today. I wish I could have saw the, what the man, what his name was. And he was saying, what the public won't don't matter. Mm-mm. The public, and if you think about it all the time, it's a lot of times that the general public disagrees with what government policy is. And the government, they going to do it anyway, because there mm-hmm. are larger interests, larger players uh, that play a more significant role than what the public may want. So that's something that we have as the public, we got to come to terms with when it comes to U.S. government. Like they don't give a flying fuck what you think. They might, mm-hmm. they might your news, whatever news channel you watch, I don't care if it's CNN, Fox, whoever, they're going to do a poll to let you know what your buddy's thinking. The ones that think like you and the, the ones, ones that, that think, think like you. you. And, and the but ones at who the don't. end of the day, they don't, the government don't give a fuck what you think. They're going to do what needs to be done in the eyes of the government. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's just a, it's a, it's a hell of a deal. And it's man. a big, it seems like every time I hear about conflict amongst different countries, 
excuse my French, but it just seemed like one big dick swinging contest. And it's like, y'all are doing this at the hands of human lives. Just because you want to say, I got bigger balls than you. Like, I, I I hit my nuke button first. No, I hit mine first. Like, my nuke is bigger. Like, every time you, every time I hear the breakdown of conflict and why people are suffering and why the world just can't be a peaceful place, it's always some old ass man with a big ass ego. And I just feel like we just need to take them out before they get to inflate it and then we won't have these issues yeah but you, the problem is you got another old ass man or a young dumb ass man in line to right behind him continue the same probably uh, agenda. Really pulling the puppet strings if we keep it in a book i see i saw a post on i think it was instagram it was like can we let the world be run by women now because it's time out like give it a shot i mean if all we gonna do is is throw wine at each other that's gonna cause a problem in itself nobody don't none of these dudes come on man don't none of these these entitled uh entitled fragile egos that are in power anywhere across this world ain't trying to see no woman in charge you go go somewhere to the local bar and say something about Kamala Harris taking the reins. Uh, Daddy, you ain't even got to go to. You don't even have to go to a local bar. I mean, that's just a like a coffee shit. shop, a coffee you go, shop or something. You go to the most progressive place. That, but yeah. that, and that's that's the okay. So that's the one thing that has high key given me a lot of hope as of late. Like ever since, I would say since we, basically since I started taking adulting seriously. I don't really know when that was, but that silent majority. Is real major. Like a lot of people, whether they identify as a, a, a moderate Republican, a moderate Democrat, that middle, it's a big middle. And, and most of us all have the same thoughts for mm-hmm. the most part. You know, somebody might have a crazy, you know, Mike, might be out there and you like, you hey, start talking you about, s- here's the, the, over there. the game changer in the, in the middle is when you start talking about guns. Abortion and, and shit like that. Guns and, and abortion. That's what the that's what the Republicans use every time to this to, uh-huh. to differentiate their people from everybody else. If when all yep. else fails, you bring up abortion and bring up guns. Yep, yep. And, but the, and that's the crazy part with the guns too. A lot of times, the moderate, uh, what would you what not liberals. If you talk, if y'all have discussion, I say this because I've been listening to these podcasts lately where the guy doesn't identify as neither conservative or liberal. And he might say some outlandish shit sometimes and maybe go, wait a minute. But then he come back and he's like, ah, I'm like, I, you know, he's like, he said something the other day. He's like, don't think just because, um, your, um, neighbors, <laughs> he said, don't think just because your neighbor has, which I was like, wait a minute. He said, don't think just because your neighbor has a Trump 2020 flag that they, you know, want to grab everybody by their, 
about their genitals and they think all black people suck and that all Mexicans need to go back to Mexico. He said sometimes maybe no. they just, you know, maybe they just have a little favoritism towards him and that's just how they show it. He said, and don't think just because your, your neighbor has a Black Lives Matter flag out that they want to see the world burn and they want to loot all the Walmarts when cops kill a long black kid. And I said, you know what? That's my kind of guy right there. I said, I could talk to you because you yeah. got some sense because at the end of the day, you understand that we are not all an anomaly and we all have different opinions and we all have different experiences. But at the end of the day, we all want pretty much the same damn thing. At the end of the and day. We're, and we're open to learning about new ideas and new, new, you know, now being I educated was, on new things to I, a certain I, extent. I was going to say, I'll push back on that a little bit because some of these people... They want what they want, and that's what they want. Now, now that's that's. I'm, I'm still talking silent majority now. When you start talking them people, that's when you start when you get in the Facebook comments and people think that you should change laws and shit just because they're inconvenienced. That's where you lose me. Sorry, bud. Don't care about your single individual opinion. Come with me with some groups with what the groups say. That leads me to my next. I gotta. <sighs> This man it. is an itch that I don't know how to scratch. There's a guy that lives in our neighborhood. And he is just a little too passionate about HOA. And he's oh, a little boy. too passionate about his saying the about the, the the community input about what we have to do as a group. He put we had an annual HOA meeting uh, this past. This week, actually, we missed it. Me and C's missed it because, quite honestly, we don't give a damn what y'all do with the damn swimming pool. We don't care. We don't care. Okay. And so he posts in the Facebook group, SMH, shame. Um, uh, a hundred and some houses closed this year. Only 54 households at the HOA meeting. SMH, hard to have a say when we're not represented. I said. Mm. But the comment so bad said, we don't care as much as you do. We don't care. Like, this man be every, he be on every Facebook post about the community. Well, I, you guys, if you guys would have voted when we had the HOA discussion last year, I'm like, first of all, nobody was here last year. Okay. All the homes just closed. And second of all, we ain't talking about HLA meeting. We talk about everyday shit. Just pick up your trash. He talking about, well, you guys should come to run for HLA. And I'm like, he going to be the problem. He must got too much time on his hands. Too f- he, you wouldn't think so because he, he, he put up people fences. Anytime somebody want to know do, who put up fences, he I could, I could DM you for a quote. And he want to know uh, why the builders are building to where he... His he can see the the people can see in his backyard because they built the house. He said, Madame told me that no one would be able to see in my backyard. And he taking a picture in the window to the house. I said, first, nobody cares. I, I promise you. You are like looking for issues where there really aren't none. Like, come on, bro, get a grip. Life. He's gonna, life. He gonna look till he finds something. And he gonna find something. Him and him and Maureen. Oh, they tag team it. They tag Maureen gonna be right behind him with the camera too. Do you live here? Do you live here? I don't know your dog. Does he live here? I say, Jesus. This is this is my life, huh? This is that uh good old suburban. This is what I prayed for. 
I get you know what you prayed for. Just keep that in mind. We got <clears throat> uh comments from our dear friend, dear John. Of course. From eleven days ago, I, I my heart is hurting because he left this comment. I think that like the day we uploaded the last episode, so we yeah we haven't uploaded 11 in eleven episodes. He's I mean eleven days. He said, "Peeps, look, I thought I was ready." I hit the net early at work on 10-6-23. That's October 6, 2023 for y'all, if y'all don't know what that means. Ready to get my triple D on. <laughs> I I thought, well, hell, maybe I'm just too early. Then I saw Kiera post about their anniversary. That's when it hit the old knocking. I said, I see y'all, LOL. Awesome. Great again show with spinach dip at killer wait a minute minute. hold on (laughs) okay hold on i said i see y'all lol awesome again great show with spinach dip at killer rabbits keep doing the dang thing (laughs) love always dear john the uncle (laughs) now i i got uh i kind of lost you uh towards the end there um it's it's probably me it's me so I apologize for if I if I butchered that. But uh, what you mean? No, nah, he was saying he was talking about you was talking about the spinach dip, and I think I had said something about uh, Jack Rabbit. Was he just laughing? Was he smiling? So yeah, you know, just like we said, life be lifing. We're gonna get back on our weekly track here eventually. Just uh, just just bear with us. Keep tuning in. Keep inviting a friend to come. Give us a like. Leave us a comment. You know, so we can. So we can boost this thing up a little bit. That's all. Y'all just keep doing what y'all doing. Yes, sir. Keep doing what y'all doing. And with that, my camera just went off. But with that. Yep, your camera just went off. It's being weird. Okay. With that, I have a dad joke. See if I can get it from a thing. Turn off. You ready for this? I'm listening. Was driving down the road the other day and saw my ex. It's funny how I'd hit that changes meaning over the years. Hold on, you gotta hold on, slow down. You gotta repeat that because I'm. You quit. You went off. You didn't understand. No, I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay. 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 Was driving down the road the other day and saw my ex. Mm-hmm. It's funny how I'd hit that. Changes meaning over the years. Oh, shit. All right. Hey, we'll see y'all next time. Can't be good, be good at it.